guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. Welcome back to the official TOEFL ITP reading course launch. Today marks the day I'm giving you an absolute preview in regards to how this reading course is going to be structured. Again, I haven't put all the content on and that content's going to be uploaded over the next 45 days because this is a very big course, right? And so for all of you who are actually watching this video, obviously on my blog, because I know, man, I get like 3,000 views alone from Indonesia and another like 1,000 to 800 from Mexico and Vietnam. So if you guys are watching this on here, obviously, um, you know, you guys already know that I have the YouTube, you guys know that I have the podcast, you guys know that I already have the structure and written expression courses, as you guys can see, obviously on screen, those are available, but the reading course is now available for pre-sale. Okay, this is the beginning. I'm going to be doing Lucy Maud Montgomery today. And is this different from the blogs that I've, you know, actually posted, you know, here on my website? Absolutely. Okay, the only thing that actually uh, is as difficult as this is the, uh, oh my God, what is that one called? The Peel family. There we go. So in regards to TOEFL ITP, if this is your first time actually viewing this, man, I'm so excited to be going through this the reading, the techniques, everything. Again, I'll go over the whole course details in regards to uh, what you guys will be getting throughout the course once I upload all the little different modules, right? But in saying that, this is the beginning. This is like the July 1st video. And knowing that you guys can now buy the course at a discounted rate of, it's just over 50%. So it's priced at $47 right now. Okay, but remember, if you buy this one, you're going to be able to upsell the written and the structure both for $27, right? So you're going to be getting those at 50% off too. But if you guys buy it at the full price after August 15th, which is literally 45 days away, huh, it's going to be priced at 87. And some of you are like, oh my God, it's priced at 87. Why is that? It's because it's the biggest one. This is the one that's going to require a lot of time, a lot of writing, a lot of videos, a lot of everything. But remember, whatever course you buy, you're going to be able to upsell it no matter what. So what I would actually do, everything is going to add up to a total of, if I'm not mistaken, just over $101 if you buy all three courses, because they're all going to be discounted. If you buy the reading course, you're going to get upsell, you know, you'll be able to upsell the, um, what is it, the written expression or the structure. But remember, buy the written expression or the structure first so you can get the $40 off on the reading. Does that make sense? So again, this is way after August 15th. So if you guys are interested in all three courses or whatnot, let me know. Listening course, I know some of you are like, do you have a listening course? Ah, hopefully, hopefully coming soon. I'm not exactly sure. Let's see what happens. But if I do end up getting this listening course, um, there's going to be a lot of wonderful techniques to that too. So let's see, but that's going to be like October-ish, right? So we got to focus on one thing after another. Now, with that being said, let's get into this TOEFL ITP reading now. The full course video and all the modules, I will upload a video on its own through obviously the TOEFL ITP reading, as you see on the screen, $47. That's going to be going through all the way through August 15th, okay? And I'll be making a video in regards to all the modules and what will be in there, just as I did for structure and written expression, okay? Let's get into it. Oh, we got ourselves a dandy today. Oh my goodness, let's get into this bad boy. 
Number one, it's always about the main purpose. We don't know much about the passage coming out the blocks, okay? And of course, because this is on my blog, normally the lines would stem anywhere between 20 to 25 uh, lines, so keep that in mind. But obviously on my blog, it's wider, so there are only 12 lines here. So the main purpose of this passage, oh my God, let's not get into that right now. But if, again, we read the thesis of each of the three paragraphs, I'll read the first paragraph. Today, Canada has produced only one classic children's tale in the rank with Allison's Adventures in Wonderland and the works of Mark Twain. This was Lucy Ma Montgomery's Anne of Green Gables. Second paragraph. Montgomery wrote the Anne books while living in Cavendish and helping her grandmother at the post office. Third paragraph. In 1911, Montgomery married Ellen McDonald and the couple soon moved to Ontario where she wrote many other books. All right, so if we look at that, what is the main purpose of this passage? Number one, to introduce Montgomery and her books. Two, to contrast Canadian children's literature and that of other countries. Number three, provide a brief introduction to Prince Edward Island, hell no. So we could get that out right there. Number four, show the similarities between Montgomery's life and her fictional character, Anne. So, in, given those three sentences, you should be able to get the answer right off the back. If you guys want the answers, please go to my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. Page two will be below. You click that, you'll see your answers. But I just want to compartmentalize and be that inner coach within you, how you're able to decipher between the questions. I can tell you the answers right here, but it ain't going to work. Yes, on the course, I'm going to go over everything in detail in regards to all the craziness that you're going to see on there. But nonetheless, right here, in reading those three sentences, we have a good idea of what this is. We could take out Prince Edward Island, uh, contrast Canadian children's literature, that of other countries. I don't see anything in regards to other countries being mentioned. So it comes down to number one and number four, or A and D. Now this in line two refers to, yes, this is going to be covered in the course too. I love this specific thing uh, because obviously this is on TOEFL IBT too. So here we go. This in line two refers to number one, Canada. Number one, I mean, I'm sorry, number two or B, the work of Mark Twain. Number three or C, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Or number four, D, a Canadian children's classic. So let's go back up to this and here it is. I'll, I'll say it one more time. To date, Canada has produced only one classic children's tale in the rank with Allison's Adventures in Wonderland and the works of Mark Twain. This, this was Lucy Montgomery's Anne of Green Gables. So what does this refer to? Does it refer to Canada? Does it refer to Allison's Adventures in Wonderland, Mark Twain, or Anne of Green Gables? Those are your answers, okay? So if you look at this, and break it down one more time. Canada produced what? Only one classic children's tale in the rank with Allison Adventures and the works of Mark Twain. This was Lucy, uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery's Anne of Green Gables. So what is Anne of Green Gables? It is the this, and what is the this? It goes back to the classic children's tale. 
So if you look at this, and for the answer, it says here, a Canadian children's classic. Canada didn't, Canada obviously, yes, it produced, right? Because it says right after that, has produced only one classic children's tale. Skip everything else. Go to the one after the semicolon. It says, this was Lucy McBleh, Lucy's Anne of Green Gables. So what is Anne of Green Gables? It's the only one ch classic children's tale. So be careful because obviously the Canada classic children's tale, Alice's Adventures, and Mark Twain is all mentioned right there, right? So some of you, again, there is no Anne of Green Gables, but that is what it's referring to. It is the this, okay? So this is not the Canada. That's more of a country. That's the place. The work of Mark Twain? No, because if it's the work of Mark Twain, it must be in coincide with Alice's Adventures. So in that case, a Canadian children's classic. All right, so I gave you that answer. Now, according to the passage, Montgomery was raised primarily, now, A, in an orphanage, B, by her grandparents, C, by her mother, D, by her father. Now, make sure you separate fictional versus fact. Mongo okay, Montgomery was raised primarily by who? Now, if we look at this, it says, and like I told you at the very, very beginning, if I hurry up and scan through, and it says here, her mother died soon after birth, and when her father went to Saskatchewan to assume a business position, she moved in with her grandparents in Cavendish, Prince Edward Island. There she went to school and later qualified to be a teacher. Okay, so she moved in with her grandparents in Cavendish. And then also to start off the second paragraph, it said Montgomery wrote the Anne's books while living in Cavendish and helping her grandmother at the post office. There it is. There it is. So again, who was she primarily raised by? In an orphanage? Didn't mention that. Grandparents? Yes. Mother? Dead. Father? Business position. That's how you break it down, people. Please look at that. Look at the details because that's exactly what I did. I found this little section. I tried to, okay, relate it to this. Went to the first sentence of the second paragraph and Bob's your uncle. Next, approximately when did Lucy write two sequels to her book, Anne of Green Gables from 1874 to 1908, 1908 to 1911, 1911 to 1913, 1913 to 19, uh, 1918. So what we're looking for are numbers. And of course, I see 1908 and 1911 right there, right before my eyes. But I see two sequels in the second sentence of the second paragraph. So I'm going to read this out. The first of the books, Anne of Green Gables, was published in 1908 and in the next three years she wrote two sequels so Anne of Green Gables was published in 1908 next three years she wrote three sequels for the next three years so what does it say here okay let's go back down 1874 obviously night 1908 if I'm not mistaken, and if I go back up very quickly, it was uh, Anne of Green Gables was barely published on 1908. Okay, so from 1874 to 1908, two sequels, absolutely not. It says nothing about 1913 to 1918. And so what we have, 1908 to 1911, 1911 to 1913. 
So what is your answer? Because remember, 1908 to 1911, it says, was published in 1908, and in the next three years, she wrote two, uh, two sequels throughout those years. By the time 1911 came around, uh, she wrote many other books when she got married with Ewan McDonald. Okay, that's all there is to it. So what are you going to go with? All right. Again, I'm just, I love breaking this down so that you can see, okay, 1908, but she wrote three books for the next three years leading up to 1911. So is your answer going to be from 08 to 11 or 11 to 13? The word elderly. Now, obviously, you know what elderly means. You got this. Okay. But let's look and see if we could refer this to anything. So in line, it's actually not in line 13. I don't even know what line it is. Uh, I'll check it out soon. Uh, so here we go. Let's go up to elderly. Let me see if I can, oh, found it. There it is. It's in line seven. It says here, like Montgomery, the heroine, meaning she's a woman hero, of the book is taken in by an elderly couple who live in the fictional town of Anvanlea. And Montgomery incorporated many events from her life in Cavendish into her books. Now, unfortunately, if we see here, was taken in by an elderly couple who live in a fictional town. So elderly couple, something describing what a couple is, if you do not know what the elderly means, right? So if we have, it says kindly, Okay, but again, a kindly couple? No, right? Just because kindly couple and adverb followed by a noun, it doesn't work. Now, is this always going to work in this? I don't know. We're going to have to go over a lot of things in regards to my course, but just keep some perspective with that, people. Because kindly, you're like, oh, but she took them in. That means they're kind. But kind and kindly is different. So we cannot use A or number one, as you see on the screen, kindly. Now, number two, old. That is your answer, elderly and old. However, friendly, okay? Now, does it refer to, now you have the same L-Y, right? A friendly couple, ooh, that actually works too. But in saying that, there are no references and uh, throughout the passage, um, in regards to, you know, a couple, an elderly, sly, absolutely not. So you would have to just, you know, choose between old and friendly if you do not know the vocabulary term. Now, for some of you out there, write that down. Write it down. There's a lot of different ver words that we're going to be going over, especially in the course. It's in it is insane, to be honest with you. Um, and it's ridiculous. But for some of you, like my Thai students, they have no idea. I'm like, do you know what elderly means? 15 students, none of them, all university grad, right? And a lot of people say, oh, they're up country. They're there, they're here. Some, uh, like, again, from my Indonesians, do you guys know what elderly is? No? Well, it's time to start getting down some synonyms because you're going to see a lot of LYs and a lot of adjective endings in regards to these vocabulary questions within the TOEFL ITP reading. All right? Just remember that. So, here we go. In the Anne books, the main character lives in, now we're looking for in Anne's book. Where does the main character live? A, the town of Cavendish. Two, or B, Saskatchewan. C, the town of Ambonlea. Or D, Ontario. So what would we do? We would obviously look at this and 
you know, try breaking this down and look at some of the big words, uh, the proper nouns, Ontario, as a matter of fact. And as an example, in 1911, Montgomery married Ewan McDonald and the couple soon moved to Ontario where she wrote many books. That's not the fictional character in the book. This is actuality. You have to differentiate between the two. So Ontario, bye-bye. Now, let's go back to Saskatchewan. Her mother died soon after that. Her father went to Saskatchewan to assume a business. This is not part of the book. This is the reality. So we have just eliminated Saskatchewan, okay? And we've eliminated Ontario. So we have the town of Avonlea and Cavendish. Now, remember, Cavendish, Montgomery wrote the Anne books while living in Cavendish. That is not a fictional town within the book. The answer is Avonlea. Why? The heroine of the book is taken in. Of the book is taken in by an elderly couple who live where? In the fictional town of Avonlea. Boom. Answer. It's all about breaking them down, people. I just want you to understand the, like, the deep meaning to some of these. So here we go. Which of the following can be concluded from the passage about the and books? Ooh, this is a tough one. You're gonna get a lot of these. They were at least partially autobiographical. They were influenced by the works of Mark Twain. They were not as successful as Montgomery's later works. They were not popular until after Montgomery had died. Okay, so here we go. It says here, however, it was her first efforts that secured her prominence, meaning not her later efforts. So the books, the, her later books are not what made it popular. It was the first efforts. So later books, no, okay? Let's keep it going. Her novels have helped create a warm picture of Prince Edward Island's special character, uh, several movies, television series, blah, 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 blah. So again, going back up and it says here, in the last sentence, and Montgomery incorporated many events from her life in Cavendish into the books. So what can be concluded, okay? What can be concluded about Anne's books? It's Mark Twain was mentioned very briefly at the top, okay, of the passage. So get Mark Twain out of there. They were not popular until after Montgomery had died. Do you see any of that information? They were not as successful as Montgomery's later works. No, that's the exact opposite. It was the efforts of the beginning books that ended up making everything successful. So they were at least partially autobiographical. Why? It's simply because she incorporated many events from her life in Cavendish into the books, making it partially fictional and partially fact. That's how you do it. All right, let's keep it rolling, man. We're on fire right now. We on fire right now. Prominence, oh God, here we go. Okay, reputation, excellence, effort, permanence. Let's go back to it. Okay, now where's prominence? There it is. Where she wrote many other books. However, it was her first efforts that secured her prominence. Okay, secured her prominence. But this is really good because this vocabulary question, it makes a little bit of sense in the next independent clause. And the and books are still read all over the world. So what does that mean? It means that it's very popular. It can't mean efforts because obviously uh, effort because it, we already have efforts, right? So effort, get out of here. Excellence, uh, permanence, nah. Reputation, gold. That's your answer. Why? Popularity, reputation, 
right? With her efforts, secured the prominence, independent clause, they're popular all around the world. There it is. All around the world. I think that was, what was his name? Sugar Ray? That song was like from the, the 1996. Anyways, let's keep it running. Which of the following is closest in meaning to the word character? In line 11. Oh, be careful because a lot of you are like, oh, character, I should be able to get this one. Well, let's read it out loud. Her novels have helped create a warm picture of Prince Edward Island's special character. Several movies, a television series, and a musical play have been based on her tales. And today, visitors scour the island for locations described in the book. So, Prince Edward Island's special character. So, we're talking about an it. Prince Edward Island. We're trying to describe the it in Prince Edward Island. So, what does it refer to? Character. A person in the novel? Absolutely not. We're talking about a place. A location? A written symbol? Nah. Nature. We have nature and location. What is your answer? Tune into my blog. And let's keep it running. We got a couple more. We got just two more. I just kind of went over the answers right there. Oops. Kill me. <laughs> okay. So the next one. All of the following have been based on the and books, except what? A, television series, B, movies, C, a play, D, a ballet. Now you already heard me say it, I'll repeat it one more time. Several movies, TV series, and a musical play have been based on her tales. One of them were not mentioned, therefore that one is your answer. And in line 12, the word scour could be replaced by which of the following without changing the meaning of the sentence? Cleanse, admire, search, or request. Now, what do people do? It says here, today visitors scour the island for locations described in the book. So scour is like, okay, maybe they go around the island looking for these places that were described in the book. They go around, okay? They look. Okay, I just gave you a very, very good synonym with that one. So I'll repeat that. The answers, cleanse, admire, search, or request. Check my blog out, see if you got it right. And with that being said, welcome to hell, people. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of difficult ones. So in regards to this, this is only like, what, 11 questions, right? Um, there are going to be additional 14 at the end of the course, but there's still a ridiculous amount to cover throughout the course. And this is why it's priced at that price. I thought like with the valuation and figuring out, okay, how much time do I need to put into it? How much material there is? And especially after taking this course, you'll never have to take another course. Just like the written expression, just like the structure. I get results. I know my four cores of credibility. I establish them before I create the course. And now it's all about executing the plan and building up the course so that it helps you and get in the mark that you need. So in saying that people, that is the end of this wonderful video, man. I hope if you guys have any questions, let me know. Um, and again, the reading course is on pre-sale right now. Okay, the link is in the description. Do not forget. And with that being said, guys, stay tuned for so much more. There are gonna be many previews coming out. <sighs> I'm your host as always, over and out.